Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we say Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to Beyond the Field. I'm Goran Lonka. I'm Kane Wallstrom. I'm Ethan Asiwa. And today we're going to be talking about uh, cryptocurrency, actually, and um, our thoughts on crypto. But first and foremost, what is cryptocurrency? Kane, can you start us off? Oh, okay. So cryptocurrency is a decentralized technology that is a way to make secure payments and store money without having a name or a bank account. In a nutshell, so is it like Monopoly? Yeah, it's kind of something that you. It's it's like gold. You know how you go buy gold, but you actually physically never get it, and apparently it's stored in a bank somewhere, which I still find completely bullshit. Um, It's exactly like that. But where crypto is different is there's a thing called blockchain. Who knows about blockchain or have heard? I've I've heard the term. yeah. 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 So blockchain is a system that records information that's pretty much like a ledger that's impossible, well, I'm not going to say impossible, but pretty much impossible to hack, cheat, or change the system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you've got blockchain, then you've got cryptocurrency, which is a digital currency, which effectively at the moment, let's talk about New Zealand, we don't have a digital currency because our centralized bank hasn't approved that or looked into that. Now, there is talk around us uh, going down that track at some point. But what I will say is the most common known uh, cryptocurrency is Bitcoin. And everyone knows what Bitcoin, or everyone's heard about Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And there's other cryptocurrencies out there at the moment? Yeah, there's, there's actually quite a few of them. And there's yep. more popping up around um, uh, people around the world um, building these and, and creating these. But essentially, it's a digital currency at the front end. That is backed by blockchain. So you've got like no bank account. You don't open up. It has been used. I know there's been um, cryptocurrency started for the dark web around buying drugs and um, uh, all this kind of stuff. But in a nutshell, yeah, digital currency. Fantastic. Um, why is it so popular? Why is it the hot topic? Why, why does everyone want to buy it? I suppose. Oh, you go, Lisa, if you want to chuck your two cents in here. Well, I guess just like human nature, there's... Uh, there's FOMO in everything. There's FOMO in the property market. There's FOMO in in any new investment. And I guess where the craze and hot topic um, conversation points come to view is when you get big time celebrities or big time well known people around the world uh, tweeting about it or talking about it. And then of course it's human nature to um, to have a bit of FOMO and think, well. Maybe I don't understand it, but how do I get in char- in, involved with this um, before I miss out on anything? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of um, the hype is driven, is by mm-hmm. these um, super successful, well-known people around the world um, getting dabbling in it. Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. he was one yep. of the first investors in it. What I will say is, and don't quote me on this, but um, I think as of late, one book, one Bitcoin was like $70,000 New Zealand to mm-hmm. purchase. Yeah. Yeah, I looked that up today. It's actually yeah, just took just a tad over seventy one k when it came out in two thousand nine. First, sorry, it first came out in two thousand nine and twenty fifteen. It was five hundred dollars. Yeah, years ago. 
What about when they talk about there's only a fixed amount of Bitcoin on the net? They can't create any more, you can't create any less, but there's only a fixed amount of Bitcoin. What do they actually mean by that? This is way out of my scope, but what I'm going to take a stab at is I think it's all to do with the blockchain ledger and then backing that up on how that is. So I think it's not like you can go um, print money like a reserve bank can do um, and make money cheap, which then pushes inflation because it's its own currency that isn't physical and doesn't pass past hands past hands in the generalized public mm-hmm. um, I think there was only a certain amount created and that's why there's all these other cryptocurrencies that are coming to fruition yeah cool I often hear um, you hear them talking about mining for cryptocurrency and the likes and whenever I think of this I think of a little um, dwarf on the Lord of the Rings with his pickaxe digging on the net for mining for or Bitcoin. A cave, or in a cave or something. Or in a cave. This yeah. is um, this is what trips my mind. But when they talk about mining for currency also, um, you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you can actually, um, you know, complete mathematical equations and the likes on the net to sort of dig and mine for um, cryptocurrency, correct? I'm sure there was a Kiwi, and I'm going to name it Avondale Suburb, that literally sold his house to buy the computer equipment to mine for Bitcoin. Wow. So what you hear is you hear of people losing their username and password to get into their Bitcoin to buy, trade it, whatever, and they literally, if they cannot remember that or, or, or they can't get in, they literally have lost it. Jeez. So, so they lost their logins or they've lost their funds? What? Apparently, yeah. What? That's now, crazy. What's, what's really interesting is Elon Musk did a tweet on this a while ago on Bitcoin. He's been negative and positive on it. He owns it. He owns some of it. Um, but what he came out and did this tweet on was he said that Tesla may in the future accept Bitcoin to buy their cars. Mm. And what that did is it, inflated obviously the price of bitcoin twofold which they actually started to talk about insider trading there because he owned bitcoins himself and he was using it for his own personal gains on double-edged sword here so it was quite interesting on that space but that skyrocketed bitcoin well when you think of it i think the first actual um commercial transaction of bitcoin way back in like 2010 was for a pizza and at the time 10,000 Bitcoin was the equivalent of, a, I guess, like a $40 pizza. So, you know, it does go back, you know, over over 10 years now. But the first commercial transaction was for a good old pizza. And now it's worth, obviously, billions. Where this gets interesting is when a centralized bank starts to approve digital currency. Yeah. That's when it gets interesting because... Um, they would obviously, they can't use Bitcoin, so they'd have to go create their own currency and price that. And then there is no paper that is pushed around or washed around the economy. Mm-hmm. And then things like bank accounts and that start to disappear. And we have pure open banking, which we've all heard and talked about. Um, so there's all these things that come from this. And at the moment, it's a, it's a gray area because like I said, Bitcoin's there. You don't feel it or see it you don't have a name to it you don't have bank accounts with it you can mine it you can trade it all this kind of stuff but where does it actually sit in the piece of the economy at the moment 
Totally. I was, um, you hear people talking about it all the time and they ask us questions all the time. They want to invest in Bitcoin. And I say, why? Well, they say, I don't know. I just hear it's going up. Um, will it keep going up? Will it keep wow, going up? A, what do we think? What's, what happens with a commodity when more than one person wants it and there's, uh, there's a supply issue? Hmm. It's currently the ninth most valuable asset in the world. What's number um, one? Uh, I think it's like Apple. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, it's Apple. You know, I think with the changing of technology, you know, everything, you know, you try and tell your grandparents that one day you will be swiping on a piece of glass that can call people on the other side of the world and play Scrabble <laughs> and talk to people through a little screen at the same time. You say that to your grandparents and they'll look at you like you are some alien from mm. Mars. Um Fast forward how quickly the internet has changed in our lifetime um, and how quickly it's something like cryptocurrency just gets the ball rolling. And at one time, the majority of a population for any new invention um, looks at it like it's a complete alien. Um, but, you know, time and momentum and education around something um, slowly changes. And when the more people become educated upon it, um, does it become um, a more realistic asset and more realistic um, part of our language? Here's something for you boys that I read the other day. PayPal, I think it's PayPal in the UK, um, are now allowing people to trade Bitcoin on it. Mm-hmm. So you've got these payment platforms that mm-hmm. now are opening themselves up. What happens when Afterpay does it? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's going to be pretty incredible. Um, also too, just probably going outside the scope of crypto, what we're talking about, blockchain is going to be a real inventive institution if it makes it way into mortgage market. Game changer. Game changer. Mm. It will literally take away from what the banks can do and um, an individual could use blockchain to literally go start up their own um, funding mechanism if, if at, a, person, at a cheap cost. Yeah. If, if a person had enough Bitcoin to buy a house at market value, can they do that? Not at the moment. Okay. okay. Because it's untraceable around who it comes from and why, from True. my understanding, from an AML point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's a, um, yeah. It wasn't Apple. Gold. Gold is number one. <laughs> by, by, by a fair whack, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of um, crypto and Bitcoin, um, how can people acquire it? Where, where do they visit? Where, where do they go? Web. Just the Bro- web. Okay. Brip, uh, yeah. crypto, crypto broker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there's actually quite a few out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, and people looking to get more and more into it. But mm-hmm. as you said before, Goran, one Bitcoin is $71,000 mm-hmm. New Zealand. A lot yeah, of people that's... don't have that rolling around. And if they're hedging all their bets, all their cash into one individual investment, it could yeah. be quite risky. Yeah. Can but... they buy a part? Can they buy a part of a Bitcoin? No, only one. Okay, shit. I didn't know that. So yeah. I think from, from our point of view, just to put it out to the listeners, we're not in any way, shape, or form, providing any advice on cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin. Um, we don't do that um, as part of our, our scope of works. This is obviously just a general chat amongst uh, the three of us on it because it is a very topical topic. We do get asked this a lot just for our opinions. And um, we have uh, done a bit of research on them. We don't know the devil and the detail of it, but on a surface level, um, uh, we can cover some interesting topics on it. 
Thank you, listeners. Thank you very much. Hopefully, you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.